Good Thursday evening. Coming to you live, baby, live in studio with the young intern. Got a little meatloaf here. Come, 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 come step to the mic. Welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies Thursday night throwdown. It's me, it's me, it's the big guy KG, soon to be joined by the boss BJ. But until then, we got to get cuteness overload going. Come on, meatloaf. We back in the studio, baby. Let them know. Let them know. Say, oh, ah. No, 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 no. Sheesh. You going to say something? Okay, she mute now. Now all of a sudden she mute, but hey, she happy that we back in the studio. We happy that we back in the studio. High five up top. All right. So joined by the man that keeps everything running, writes all the checks, the boss, BJ. What's going on, man? How y'all feeling? How you good, doing, good. Man? I'm good, man. Had a little cuteness overload to celebrate being back in the studio for the first time and shoot. Uh, about three weeks now, two, three weeks. Yeah, we've been busy with, you know, unfortunately work and family, man. So it's good to be back. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, let's jump right into this so we don't burn these people ears off because we need to get to bed soon. So let's jump into this NBA playoff news. Um, as of right now, we got one game that's in progress and that's the Timberwolves and Grizzlies that series is tied 1-1 the T-Wolves were up 11 to nothing it's 18-12 now with about 538 to go in the first quarter um let's start with that I want to see the Grizzlies win this series 4-1 let's just say that I said something about it last week when uh Timberwolves won their playing game and they started playing we are the champions jumping up on tables and throwing up the deuces and you know we did it you know that's that that's like saying i just beat you for two dollars but the laws put three million in your pocket but i'm sitting there celebrating like it's the greatest thing since an egg white omelet i got no respect for that i want to see them get knocked out of the playoffs and humbled real quick especially and i love patrick Beverly. i do i do but that display and what he said about the Clippers pissed me off and rubbed me the wrong way. So I want to see them get smoked. I want to see them get their boot smoked in this series 4-1. But what's your thoughts on this series, B? Man, you know, you know the, the Grizzlies came out game two and kind of wiped the floor with them. You know, they got hot. Um, you know, they need – Minnesota needs Towns and Anthony Edwards to come to play. You know, they got – they got a, a budding superstar in the making, and 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 so if they can get, you know, I think it could be a good series. I really do. We'll see what Minnesota's made of, you know, messing with Memphis. Memphis is, to me, Memphis is, you know, they live and die off John Morant, and then, you know, I know they won some games without him, but when he's in the game and he's not, he's not going. That team is real slow and real sluggish. It's like they are, like, you know, looking around for permission from Morant to kind of, like, get going. So if it's like, is he if he's not going, he's not having a good night. You know, me and my wife went to see the Wizards and the Grizzlies earlier uh, last year around our birthday, and when that, that was one of them games where he, he didn't do anything. So 
Uh, I'm hoping for a good series. I think, you know, Memphis is definitely the better team, uh, more experienced team. So I definitely expect them to pull it out. I'm just hoping Minnesota makes it a good series. Well, we all entitled to opinions. I, I'm just – I'm not feeling Minnesota after that display. Like, you turned me off. Anything that I did feel for you, I lost it. Uh, moving over to the east, um, my Bulls won last night. Uh, one fourteen, one ten over the Bucks, the reigning champion Bucks. Um, big news coming out of that is Chris Middleton is going to be out for the remainder of the first round. Uh, what is that? An MCL? What is it? MCL sprain? Yeah, MCL sprain. MC, MCL sprain. Uh, we were talking in our sideline junkies group chat. The boss BJ, uh, resident cowboy fan and fellow bull fan, uh, Gary. And myself, and we were saying, you know, hey, Chicago may have a shot, but the boss BJ brought up a, a brilliant point. What will they have left in the second round is the question. But uh, this series is tied at one, and you know my playoff strategy. You find the most dominant player on the other team. Let him do all the scoring. Shut everybody else down. Make him beat you by himself. That sounds like my strategy. <laughs> with, with extra steps. That's what that sounds like. No, nah, I mean, but look, Minnesota, uh, Minnesota, Milwaukee, you know, they still have Giannis. Okay. So even, you know, Chris, I don't want to downplay Chris Middleton at all because he's an important part of that team and a big reason why they won the chip last season. So him being gone is huge, but. Milwaukee might be one of those teams like, you know, um, Miami um, that can weather the storm with Chris Middleton out. Now, the Bulls, I'm not not saying that to say the Bulls are weak because the Bulls have a lot of firepower. But like we talked about in the chat earlier, you go by the tail of the tape. And unfortunately for the Bulls, um, I don't know if they beat – the top three or four teams in the East at all, all season. And this was at full strength when they had Lonzo. So you're asking a tall task for them without Lonzo ball. And look, DeMar DeRozan can go off. Um, I like the team. I like the Bulls team. I just think they lack experience. They, they might be, they might need to tweak it a little bit going into next season, but like KG was saying, you know, I was talking in the chat, even if the Bulls get out of this and it's a dog fight, because it's going to be a dog fight, Giannis is going to have to pick up a lot of the load, and he can do that. We know he can go for 40, 50, you know. Nope. Who who on the Bulls is going to stop Giannis, honestly? You know, even if you try to get physical with him, it's not really going to work with him. You don't have that player on the Bulls to lock him up. So... It'll be a dogfight. I still expect Milwaukee to win and get out of the first round. Hopefully, you know, Chris Middleton could come back healthy for the second round. But on the flip side, if the Bulls do somehow pull this off and get out of the first round, what does that leave them for the second round? That leaves them with a date with what Miami or Philadelphia is probably going to – probably Philadelphia is going to wipe the floor with Toronto. That's probably going to be a sweep. Um. Miami and the Hawks. I expect Miami to sweep the Hawks or be 4-1 and go to five games. So, 
um, you have a date with one of those teams, you know, even if Lonzo Ball comes back, you still haven't beat those teams on a regular season. We're talking about four games apiece. The Eastern Conference, you play them teams twice twice at home, twice on the other, and, and, and away. So you haven't proven you can beat these teams at full strength. So what makes you think that's going to change in playoff ball? Like, they got a chance now. You got to play the cards dealt. Chris Middleton's out. Take advantage of it. See if you can get to the second round. See if you can get hot, get some chemistry going, maybe find a, a couple lineups that work. Every team, especially in the playoffs, every team poses a different threat to the opposing team. Everybody matches up different. So, you know, maybe, you know, and you would know better than me, maybe Chicago is a better matchup for Miami. They don't have Giannis. Maybe – I, I definitely don't think the better matchup is Philadelphia because they have nobody to stop Joel Embiid. So maybe the better matchup for the Bulls is Miami, but I still think Miami's the better team. You know, they got Jimmy Butler. So, you know, we'll see what happens. It's going to be interesting series now that Chris Middleton's not playing. And I agree with you a thousand percent. Uh, you got to try different matches, matchups. I love the way – Chicago uh, clogs the lane when Giannis has the ball. That's a beautiful strategy. Um, but you got to realize, and this is something that I say, and with Giannis, don't piss him off. It's like don't piss Joel Embiid off. Don't piss Giannis off. There's certain players you just don't piss off. Don't piss LeBron off. You don't piss him off. But you frustrate him without pissing him off, if, if that makes sense. So hopefully the Bulls can get that done and, and roll with that. Um, speaking of the 76s, they're up 3-0 on the Raptors. Uh, what can be said about the 76s? I mean, is this their year to, to trounce through the East? Uh, that's, that's, that's a good question, man, because, um, they got Harden late and like, I think without Harden, that team can go to the East finals. Now getting to the East finals. If they can get to the East Finals, that's when they're going to need James Harden to show up. That's when they're going to need, you know, that manpower that they got him for. Like, you know, everybody said it from whatever show you watch. It, like, you know, James Harden made a stink in Houston. He done made a stink in Brooklyn. You're where you quote unquote want to be. So now it's time to play ball. Like, you're here. It's championship or bust. There is no expectation. Hey, we got to the East Finals and you know we had a good year. That's not what Philly's in here for. Philly's in here to try to win a championship. You know that's why they got Doc Rivers. So now, you know Harden got to get himself together, man. He really does. He got to get himself together. He has to find his rhythm. Um, you know, like right now, Joel Embiid is you know is doing his thing. Um, I'm trying to look at the stats from yesterday. Uh, Harden had 19 points, you know, very pedestrian. You know, we know he's capable of more. He's going to have to give more, uh, you know, and that, and that, and that, especially in the second round, because it's going to, it's going to get tougher as you go along. So they're going to need James Harden to step up. You know what? I, I agree, but I, I can't say I agree and I disagree. Look at Toby. Tobias Harris, 11 and 12 last night. Imagine if they take the reins off of him and stop holding him back. He is your number two to Embiid. He showed that he could be that guy last year and the year before. 
if given the chance, everywhere he goes, if given the chance, as soon as he comes out of that shell and score and starts scoring, that's when they want to get rid of him. This is your number two. Tobias Harris is your number two. Let him go. Let him run with that green light. Your big three is Embiid, Harden, and Harris. And no slouch is uh, Maxi, who scored 19 uh, also. And Harden walked away with a double-double. Yeah, I like I like uh, Maxi. I definitely like Maxi. Um, you know, I, I, I love Tobias Harris. You mm-hmm. know? Definitely love Tobias Harris. Uh, he's a walking bucket. So, you know, and, and, you know, like I said, you know, if if this team was put together in the beginning of the year and James Harden was – a sixer when the league, you know, when uh, the when it, the league started, the season started, you know, they probably have a lot more chemistry. But you know, you're talking after trade deadline, they they still trying to figure each other out. You know, Embiid is Embiid. Embiid is the number one. You know, that's not in question. So it's just like it's good. It's a good problem to have that. On any given night, Harden can be your number two, or Tobias Harris can be your number two, and that's where that's where the ego has to step down. At like, you can't be mad, you know. And I'm not saying James Harden is, but if Tobias Harris goes off and you don't get the shots you get that night, you now you got to are you a team player? Do you want to win? You know what I'm saying? You do you have to have, you know, thirty points? Or are you good with winning? That you know that's that's the question that. You know, we talk about in this show with a lot of players. That is true. And so. to say that and be, you know, plenty of times we didn't play pickup basketball. Whoever got the hot hand, that's who you feed. It didn't matter who brought the ball up court. You, If Delonte had the hot hand, there's been games where Delonte had the hot hand. Paul has had the hot hand. You've had the hot hand. I've had the hot hand. That's who you feed until they go cold. And then somebody picks up the slack after that. Or, hell, the whole team might have a hot hand. But with Harden being a guard, especially a ball-handling guard, the greatest thing that can happen to him is Tobias Harris goes off. Because you feeding him, that's good 10 assists right there. You know, you feed him 10 times in the game, that's 10 assists. You feed MB 10 times, that's 20 assists. You could pull up. Harden can easily do 20 and 20 on this team he easily do 20 and 20 but, yeah, but just me it's you know you know we're gonna move on to the next series but it's like i said is that what he wants you know mm-hmm. like he he hasn't proven yet that he wants to win that's that's harden's problem and you know look you know if you're a harden fan you know look it's a lot of players players in this league right now that haven't proven that they really want to win. It's not about winning for them. Just look at LA. Mm. It's not about winning. Shit, the, the Clippers too. The Clippers. The, the, and, you know, I haven't been on the, you know, we haven't been on to talk about, and I'll talk about it just for a second because we got to move on. But it's just funny how the Clippers lose to the Timberwolves, which was probably really embarrassing for Paul George and, you know, his, his, you know, trying to make his way as uh, a quote unquote superstar, which he is not. Um, but it, I think it's quite funny that you're sick now. You're going to the, the league protocols, which really is really questionable to me when it's time to play ball. And it, to me, it's like he didn't want to take that embarrassment of the Clippers. 
losing again. That's how I felt. That's how I felt because this this dude's not a big time player, and, and you know, I hate to question a player's health. But I mean, you have to do it now because a lot of these players are faking the funk because they don't want to play for their respective teams. They're mad about this. They're upset about that. And for me, in my head, and I know you know everybody else, and I don't think I've heard anybody else question it, but that this still to me just takes away from Paul George's quote unquote legacy. Now, the dude is soft, you know. He doesn't want to step up to. I guarantee if Kawhi was playing, he would have played. It would have, no questions asked. Now all of a sudden, you're in the league league protocols. So anyway, we need to get to the next series, which is Brooklyn and Boston. Ooh. Mm. And we're gonna make this quick because we're gonna move on to Debo, and we're gonna close it out with Debo Samuel, the Forty Nine ers So. I'll start this one first. Boston's up to nothing. You have arguably on Brooklyn. Not arguably. Arguably in this in the sense where he's the number one or number two best player in the league, depending on who you talk to. Nobody can argue he's gonna go down as one of the greatest scorers of all time. Um he's down 2-0. To the Boston Celtics. The Boston Celtics played a hell of a game last night, and they absolutely bullied Kevin Durant the entire game. Made him look very pedestrian. And here's something I want you to I want to know if you saw KG. And, and it's funny to me because if Brooklyn had won and Kyrie had done some behind the back dribbling and this, that, and the other shot, they would have showed it on. All the highlight reels all over. Late in the fourth quarter, Jalen Brown took the ball and absolutely bullied Kyrie Irving into the post to score. I haven't seen a highlight on that yet. Well, you're not. You're not going to see it. And Kyrie is a talent. And my quick opinion of Kyrie Everybody's making fun of him and coming at not everybody, but people are coming at him about observing Ramadan. If you can't respect the religious belief of another person, you need to get yourself checked out. Okay. That's all I'm gonna say about that. I'll elaborate on that on another show. But you're not gonna see a highlight like that because Brooklyn's the darling. Remember, Brooklyn was the one that everybody thought was gonna win it all. So you're not gonna see that. And, 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 you know, the crazy thing is, and I don't think everybody I've talked to about sports, nobody's making a big deal about Kyrie and Ramadan. I think that's more of a media thing. Social media. The social media thing, media talking about it so they can have something to talk about. It's not but they thing. never talked about it. They praised Hakeem Olajuwon for doing it for years. The, the thing with, that bothers me about Kyrie Irving and a couple other the NBA players is that you burnt the bridge, and I'm speaking of Kyrie Irving, you burnt the bridge in Boston, one of the most historic teams, if one or two behind the Lakers or number one if you want to put them, their championships, the players that they've had played for them. It's a basketball city. And you burnt that bridge, and you expect to come back there and them not boo you. He like you're in your feelings because the Boston faithful are booing you. 
Like, you know, to me, that is just the softest shit. You know, and it's a, it's a couple of these players that, for whatever reason, they feel like, you know, that if I pay a ticket to a game, I'm not – and Gary made a good point. You know, calling people bitches and stuff, that's out of, out of line. But just general trash talk and booing, like, what do you expect if you're the opposing team? What do you expect? But we're real quickly, because we, we we coming up on our time. And I'll let you you speak on this. Kevin Durant is gonna have a lot to answer for because if he don't pull this series out, that is a ding to the legacy, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what you say. I don't care what your opinion is on this. Because this man thinks he's the greatest of all time. And everybody's had to go about their journey a different way. Okay? But Jordan never went to a team, ran to a – he never – let's just put put this in perspective. Jordan didn't go to Detroit, win two championships, go back to Chicago, and can't even get his team to the finals. And I remind you, Kevin Durant has not – led his own team to the NBA Finals. As great a player he is, as dominant of a score he is, they lose this series to Boston. Just like LeBron, unfortunately, and I love LeBron James, and Kevin knows this, I speak highly of him, but this season also cemented his legacy. He's out of the GOAT discussion for me. He's out of the GOAT discussion for me completely. Great player, one of the greatest of all times, but it is absolutely disrespectful to put him in the likes of Jordan. These people aren't the same, okay? They made two more playoff spots this year. So 10 teams get in, and the Lakers still did not get in. They had four Hall of Famers on their team. When you compare that to the Wizards, Jordan, they were fighting for an A seed. One of those seasons was, I think it was the first season, Jordan played all 82 games. Second season, he was hampered by injuries. I remember that because Kevin got some tickets and we, we went to see Jordan for the first time. He played probably 15 minutes. Not a lot. So... This season right here is going to end a GOAT debate for a lot of players. Great players, still going to be Hall of Fame. Um, um, LeBron James, did he already pass Kareem or he's probably going to pass him next year? He'll pass him next year. Pass him next year. He'll be the number one scorer. And I think um, Giannis has a chance to topple that. I really do because he's, you know, when he wants to be, he's unstoppable. But that's another show. But Brooklyn go down in the first round, seven seed. I don't want to hear nothing else about Kevin Durant being talked on. Like right now in this league, twenty twenty two, yes, he's he's a dominant player. But you got to eat your Wheaties when you got to eat your Wheaties. And you losing one, you getting bullied the way you got bullied last night. Boston bullied Kevin Durant. Reminded me of the, 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 what Detroit did to Jordan. But Kevin Durant is way further along in his career. So 
Yeah, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving for as much shit as they've given people, fans. You know, Kevin Durant said something to a Brooklyn fan out uh, this season about, hey, man, time to, time to take over the game. He told him to shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear nothing else about these two dudes. As much as I love LeBron James, I don't – if you listen to this show, you know I never really cared for Kevin Durant. Because of that move he did. Until you can prove to me, kid, you can take your own team and lead your own team, we're not putting you in that same discussion. I'm built different. I'm 41 years old. I'm not putting everybody in the GOAT discussion. There's a couple guys up there. Then there's everybody else. And then everybody else is going to be LeBron James and Kevin Durant. Kevin, please take that mic. (laughs) I'm not even going to rebuttal on it. Uh, shout out to uh, Valerie, Big Jim's uh, lovely, lovely wife, my big sister, for those tickets to go see MJ in 2002, 2003 against the Denver Nuggets. I think I got my stub around here somewhere. Um, moving on the playoffs, Pelican Suns tied at one. Uh, Booker is probably going to be out for the next two games, possibly the rest of the, the first round. Uh we talked about Heat, Heat and Hawks uh, briefly. Uh, Miami's up 2-0 on that one. Um, the Hawks are – Trey Young is being – he's shooting abysmally his last seven playoff games. He's a three for 23, I believe. So he's ice cold Trey for real. Um, Nuggets and Warriors, I thought that was going to be a more exciting uh, series. But uh, – Golden State leads 2-0. Um, and then also we have the Mavericks versus the Jazz, and the, that series is tied at one apiece. The Nuggets are melting, completely falling apart that game, other game where I don't know what DeMarcus Cousins was saying, but if – look, DeMarcus Cousins, great talent. But everywhere he goes is an issue. You have to take note of that. You have to take note everywhere he goes is an issue. It can't be the team if everywhere you go is an issue. Mm. How many times yeah. has he, he just been released? But, like, yeah, we're going to move on. Uh, the Warriors did it. The Lakers did it. And, matter of fact, that's why I said the Lakers did it during a championship run. Yep. yep. But, you know, in his bio, they don't even have him down as getting a ring. I think he played. I know he was on the team. I don't know. I don't think he played. I think he was still out with injury because, remember, he tore his ACL. And they need to make that more stringent. We we about to talk about D. We gotta get out of here. Let's let's okay. Let's let's get this going. Okay, Tyshawn Samuel has asked. Oh, I'm sorry, y'all know him as Debo. Has asked for a trade from the San Francisco 49ers. Um, this dude in 2021, 77 receptions, 1,405 yards, uh, 83 was his long, six touchdowns. Um asking for a trade and they have 10 landing spots for him. And this is from NFL.com who could use them. And Philly is one. I hope Philly doesn't, uh, the jets, the Colts, the Packers, the Packers would love to have them. The chiefs, the Falcons, the Patriots, of course, I said the Eagles, the Steelers, uh, the saints, and the Lions are the 10 teams that have la- uh, 10 potential trading uh, landing spots for Debo Samuel. Um, BJ, let me ask you this, and 
we can move on. I can't use him here in D.C. because I'm tied up to another Samuel, as in Curtis Samuel, for another two years, I believe. And Scary Terry has to get his money. He has to get his hundred million, and hopefully he gets that by July. But um, could you use him in Baltimore as a not a compliment piece, but as a tandem with the two receivers you have already? Thanks for taking my call. I'll hang up and listen. Absolutely not. Like the things I'm hearing about this dude, he wants to play closer to home. He doesn't want to be used as he's being used right now. He wants to be a straight receiver. No, I have. If if I'm Brandon Bean, Buffalo GM. I absolutely do not want this dude on my team because, one, you're already telling me you're not a team player, okay? Two, if you felt that strongly about not being used as a running back, then, hey, you know, why put this on social media? Why not hit Kyle Shanahan and be like, man, look, I don't really feel this running back thing. I get paid as a receiver. If you, you know, if you pay attention, if you're an NFL person, you know, Le'Veon Bell had the same issue with Pittsburgh. And, you know, me and KG talked about that today. In 2017, Le'Veon Bell was 10th, I believe, with 85 or 87 receptions, receiving 10th in the league on top of whatever he put on a running back situation. Okay? Nah, not from what I'm hearing and, you know, from reputable sources, people that report on NFL – him wanting to be close to Carolina, like, dude, you're a millionaire in the NFL. You can fly Carolina to San Francisco. Like, for me, that's a Carmelo Anthony. That's a weak-ass excuse. Oh, I want to be closer to New York so, you know, my wife can do her stuff. It's weak because y'all make enough money to get on a private jet and go. It's a weak-ass excuse. It really is. I want nothing to do with this dude. And if I'm him, which I'm not, and I already can tell that he doesn't realize it, and Tyreek Hill's going to be made aware of this when he realizes, like, damn, this isn't Patrick Mahomes throwing me this ball no more. This shit ain't flowing no more. Kyle Shanahan helped make you. Just like another Shanahan helped make a certain quarterback here in D.C. And you're going to leave that and teams know you as that. So now you want to be a straight-up receiver? Okay, great. But you're dangerous. You're making your bread now. You know, why not be like, hey, and this is fair. If I'm Debo saying I go to San Francisco, but I look, like I know I'm on my rookie deal, but, you know, I'm running the ball as a running back. I got more yards than... I don't know what he, how he finished on the 49ers as far as rushing and stuff, where he finished. But I need more money now or I'm not playing. And that's fair. That's fair because his title is wide receiver, not running back. He is that offense. If they had a if they had a, 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 a tier two quarterback, 49ers probably won the Super Bowl. They were a quarterback away from beating the Rams. If they have a quarterback, they win. So, hey, look, I don't want nothing to do with the dude. Hopefully, they send him to Detroit. That ain't that that that's 
unfortunately, that's where uh, careers go to die. Because no, nobody I've ever seen go to Detroit on a free agent deal trade has ever flourished. Let's just say that. If you, we've seen what happened with Le'Veon. We've seen what happened with uh, Jimmy Graham, who also did the same thing. He didn't want to be considered a receiver. He wanted to be considered a, no, he wanted to be considered a receiver because he was split out more than 65% of the time. He was split out wide as a receiver. So he wanted to be paid as a receiver because, you know, pay tiers are different. We've seen how that happened. His career never recovered. The uh, Le'Veon Bell thing, his career never recovered. You see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with that? You can't have it all and then not think about the, 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 the repercussions that come behind it. Like, bro, you have to think about what's going on. Wait, wait, what are you doing? But if you're looking for a way out, you got, oh, excuse me, your contract's almost up. Let me look at this. You, you, this is the last year of his contract, 2022. Uh, his cap hit is like $4 million. And then you're done. You're an unrestricted free agent. You're 27 years old. Play out this season. You might even win a ring and then go name your price. Nobody's going to want to deal with you in the long run, no matter how talented you are, if you force your way out of this, con- out of this, you know, city to go play where you want to play. That pretty soon these owners are going to get tired of that. And it's going to go back to the way things used to be where free agency is very, very limited. Just my thoughts, just my opinions, just what I view and my interpretation of the situation. And then, Hey bro, like I said, man, it's, it's hard. It's hard if you're, you know, like San Francisco is one of the more story franchises and you're and it's not like they're losing. You're not having success. You know, if you just genuinely don't want to do it no more, that's a private conversation you have with Kyle Shanahan. Look, I don't want to do this no more. I want to be a receiver. I want to I want I want to 140 receptions a year. I want to dominate receiving. And I'm sure Kyle will be like, I got you. I, I, you know, I, you hate it because you're super talented, but I'll find other ways, you know, but man, look, we got to get out of here. We know. Let, 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 let me say this. Let, let me say this real quick before we go. Last time somebody went to a Shanahan and said, I don't want to do this. I want to do that. They were out of the league in two years. Yeah, but their name on. ain't Debo Samuel either, you know. So no, but they they were one of the most dynamic forces to come into a league, and they set the league on fire. I I know, I know, but and I think I think Debo making this move is going to be detrimental to his career. Agreed. You know, because I, I, I think you know him being a dual threat is what what made the San Francisco 49ers move. So we're going to see gonna be very interesting because you know aj brown isn't happy now mm-hmm. so it's it's gonna be interesting to see if some moves are made to you know make these guys happy quote unquote so we will see how that goes all right we'll put a pin in it right there that's all the time we have for tonight 
Uh, thank you for joining us. Please go back and listen to every show that we've done in the last two weeks, man. You got to catch up because we going we we going rapid fire. We going with middays and everything. So please go back, listen, uh, follow us on social media, the Twitters, the Instagrams, the TikToks, um, the Twitches, YouTube, everything. So you don't miss nothing. Follow us on all the platforms that you can listen to music and podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Google Play, what have you. Follow us so you don't miss an episode. That's the boss, BJ. I'm the big guy, KG. We don't do no overtime, baby. We are out of here.